0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with a controversial revelation from former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. The social media platform's co-founder said India threatened to shut down Twitter in the country unless it complied with orders to restrict accounts critical of the handling of farmer protests, an accusation the Modi government has termed an outright lie. COVID Data Leak, Congress sharpens attack on center over data breach claim, says government is unable to protect details of crores of Indians. Cyclone Buporjoy may cause extensive damage in Gujarat, warns the India Meteorological Department. Russian missile attack kills 10 in Ukrainian president's hometown. Kerala CPM Secretary M.V. Govindan says his statement on media was misinterpreted. Let's get into the details. India threatened to shut down Twitter in the country unless it complied with orders to restrict accounts critical of the handling of farmer protests, co-founder Jack Dorsey said, an accusation the Modi government called an outright lie. Dorsey, who quit as Twitter CEO in 2021, said on Monday that India had also threatened the company with raids on employees if it did not comply with government requests to take down certain posts. Deputy Minister for Information Technology Rajiv Chandrasekhar lashed out against Dorsey in response calling his assertions an outright lie. Rajiv said Dorsey's Twitter regime had a problem accepting the sovereignty of Indian law. Dorsey's comments again put the spotlight on the struggles faced by foreign technology giants operating under Modi's rule. His government has often criticized Google, Facebook and Twitter for not doing enough to tackle fake or anti-India content on their platforms or for not complying with rules. The former Twitter CEO's comments drew widespread attention as it is unusual for global companies operating in India to publicly criticize the government. Last year, Xiaomi in a court filing said India's financial crime agency threatened its executives with physical violence and coercion, an allegation which the agency denied. Several top Indian officials criticized Dorsey's remarks and Twitter's past handling of misinformation but many opposition lawmakers accused the government of muzzling the voices of farmers during the 2020-2021 protests, one of the severest challenges Modi has faced. The government eventually gave in to the protesters and repealed laws that they said were anti-farmer. Dorsey also mentioned similar pressure from governments in Turkey and Nigeria, which had restricted the platform in their nations at different points over the years before lifting those bans. Chandrasekhar said Twitter under Dorsey and his team had repeatedly violated Indian law. He did not name Musk, but added Twitter had been in compliance since June 2022. The Congress on Tuesday intensified its attack on the center over the alleged data breach on Covin COVID platform and accused it of not being able to protect the personal details of the of people, asserting that the COVID portal was completely safe with adequate safeguards for data privacy. The government has dismissed as mischievous the claims of data breach on the platform and said the matter has been reviewed by the country's nodal cyber security agency, CERTIN. In a statement, the Union Health Ministry also said that an internal exercise has been initiated to review the existing security measures. Congress President Mallegarjun Kharge said, Neither does the Narendra Modi government care about the right to privacy of citizens, nor about national security. Khargya claimed that cyber-attacks have increased many folds during the tenure of the Modi government, which is beating the drum of Digital India. Cyclone Biporjai has extensive damaging potential and is likely to impact Gujarat's Kutch, Dev Bhumi Dwarka and Jamnagar districts the most, the India Meteorological Department said on Tuesday. Biporjai weakened from an extremely severe cyclone to a very severe cyclone on Tuesday. It is predicted to cross Saurashtra and Kutch in Gujarat, and the adjoining pakistan coast between manvi in gujarat and karachi in pakistan near the jakhau port around the evening of june 15 there's a very severe cyclonic storm with a maximum sustained wind speed of 125 to 150 km per hour the cyclone could lead to extremely heavy rainfall at isolated places in kutch devbhumi dwarka jamnagar and Port Bandar districts from june 13th to june 15th rajkot morbi and junagadh may receive heavy to very heavy rainfall Winds gusting up to 145 km per hour are predicted to batter all these districts on June 15. Gusty winds and rain may cause extensive damage to standing crops, houses, roads, electricity and communication poles, and flooding of escape routes. Bipoljoy, the first cyclone in the Arabian Sea this year, underwent rapid intensification on June 6 and 7, escalating from a cyclonic circulation to a very severe cyclonic storm in just 48 hours, defying earlier predictions. It has also sustained its strength for a longer-than-normal duration, which meteorologists attribute to an unusually warm Arabian Sea. The IMD data shows Biporja is on course to become the cyclone with the longest lifespan in the Arabian Sea. At least 10 people were killed in a Russian missile attack that hit an apartment building and a warehouse in Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's hometown of Krivi Rih on Tuesday, local officials said. Regional governor said he lies at, said four were killed in the apartment block and six in the warehouse. Mayor Alexander Vilkul said one person was still trapped under rubble and 28 had been injured with 12 of them being treated in hospital. Russia did not immediately comment on the attack. It has repeatedly struck cities across Ukraine since its full-scale invasion in February 2022, though it denies targeting civilians. Meanwhile, the death toll from flooding in two Russian-controlled towns in southern Ukraine has risen to 17. One week after a massive dam holding back a reservoir was breached, a Russian-installed official said on Tuesday. Under attack from various quarters for a statement targeting the media, CPM State Secretary M.V. Govindan on Tuesday made a U-turn claiming that his remarks were misinterpreted and that he did not say the media would face legal action for reporting against the left government in the state. Accusing the media of adopting the approach of making sheep into dogs, Govindan said that he was only responding to the conspiracy involved in blaming the state secretary of SFI, the student wing of the CPM, in connection with a markless controversy in Maharaja's College in Arnakulam. A woman journalist of a leading news channel was booked by police in a conspiracy case on SFI leader PM Arshu's complaint. Adopting a hard stand on the matter, Govindan had said that any anti-government or anti-SFI campaign in the name of reporting would invite action. His statement targeting the media was slammed by opposition parties, cultural icons and the media fraternity across Kerala. Reacting to the criticism against him, the CPM state secretary termed as completely absurd, the reports accusing him over his statement. He said he did not say that the state government should not be criticized. Govindan also said the conspiracy against Ashur was hatched as per script and it should be investigated and action taken against those who were allegedly involved in it. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours. Hosted and produced by me Vishnu with technical support by IW Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.